0: The following podcast is mostly a work of fiction. Names of people, businesses, characters, places, and incidents appearing or mentioned in this work are either byproducts of the author's imagination or are used fictitiously for entertainment purposes only. Any resemblance to actual events, names, locales, or real persons living or dead or fictitious is entirely coincidental. The llamas, however, are real.
1: I will try and interrupt you to make it difficult to edit because I find that amusing. Now, you see how I timed that? Just she was taking a drink.
2: You know, I do have controls and I can put you on mute.
1: Can we
0: find our way out of this uh, maze of rabbit trails? <laughs> Embrace the rabbit
1: trail.
3: So, I'm sorry that my interview uh... has put
0: your butt to sleep.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: You are listening to the Lasers, Dragons, and Keyboards podcast, featuring interviews with your favorite speculative fiction authors. We'll be discussing their books, their fandoms, and their writing processes. So sit back and enjoy another exciting episode with your hosts, Aaron, Josh, and Liberty. Okay, well, welcome to Lasers, Dragons, and Keyboards. I'm Liberty Spido.
0: I'm Josh Hart. I'm a guinea pig
2: (laughs) (laughs) You're not supposed to break me already I was going
1: to say that That took less time than expected (laughs) Today Go ahead Amy
3: I'm just a guest. I don't don't normally hang out with these people, so I'm not entirely certain what's going on here.
1: (laughs) I would deny involvement, too.
0: Yes. Uh, Today, we have a very special episode of LDK. Uh, We have a guest host uh, with uh, our friend Amy (laughs) Brock-McNew, and uh, we are live. At least, we think
1: we are.
2: I'm pretty sure we are. So,
1: are any- we broadcasting the video on yes. this too?
2: Yeah, we are.
1: Oh, so this was a double experiment. Uh oh, I apologize well- for the rafters. Yeah, <laughs> get some drywall. I didn't any- look too late for that, though.
2: Anyway, um, so we have uh Amy on today because we are interviewing Aaron.
1: Yay! Yay!
2: <laughs> So, Aaron, why don't you go ahead and give us a brief bio on you? Uh, I wasn't
1: prepared for this. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. I'll I'll just go to my website and read it from there. And we'll call that good, right? I think so. (laughs) Aaron has had a few different jobs, ranging. ranging, I've (laughs) broken already. And it's (laughs) if We can't fix it. (laughs) take two. Aaron has had a few different jobs, ranging from computer tech support to real estate and lawn and farm sales and service. His current day job is Linux, a Linux sysadmin at a web hosting company. He also enjoys photography and reading and has been a Star Trek and Star Wars fan for as long as he can remember.
2: Awesome. Well, I'm glad You're welcome, we were able
1: to... <laughs>
2: i'm glad we get to hang out with you guys today so
1: yeah and and for our all, all of our current existing two listeners you'll see how much work liberty does at editing to this <laughs>
0: unprofessional yes
1: yeah. so a big round of applause for liberty for all what's in there because yeah. sometimes commence with a train
3: wreck say- I, I would just like to say that I had no idea that, that we were going live and this was unedited so yeah um, maybe I should have had more coffee <laughs>
1: yeah. I was, I was going to make tea and totally forgot <laughs> ha, so have you little... listened
0: you, you've been a guest on the show <laughs> Amy you know what a train wreck it normally is anyways <laughs> but it's fun
3: oh bad it is
2: Okay, just a quick reminder for anybody watching live, you will be able to ask ask questions. I'm not totally sure where that's at, but if you move your mouse around, you should be able to find that. And if you just want to quickly say hi that you're viewing, that would be awesome. So we're going to go ahead and jump into the questions. So so Aaron, Aaron, tell us, what is your name? What is your quest? And what ship did Janeway captain?
1: <laughs> oh, I obviously don't know my name if you've listened to the show before. <laughs> my quest is to write space opera, because I like it. <laughs> and Geneway captain the USS train wreck. Or <laughs> well, the USS let that looks dangerous. Let's go poke it with a stick and see what could possibly go wrong. <laughs> So, so is that is that well, our is it, among us watching it was the Voyager. <laughs> yes. Um so that
0: that should be our flagship. Uh the USS Train Train wreck. <laughs> New domain
1: name. <laughs> this, this podcast is no longer called Lasers, Dragons, and Keywords. It's now called Raiding Train Wrecks. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. I>
2: <laughs> I'm gonna just go check okay. and see if that's available on Hover. <laughs>
0: Uh, So, uh, Aaron, would you tell us a little bit about Eterno? Etherno, actually. There's an H in there.
1: Okay. The H is not silent. Okay. I'll just read the um, uh, spiel I have on that, too, because, you know, I'm totally prepared for this, (laughs) as you can tell, and I am horrible about summing up books. I... Even doing book reviews and stuff, it's like, I, I got this whole giant book, you know, take that, but you got a brief thing. Anyway, the uh, back of the cover copy, to shorten it up, teaser, preview, whatever you want to call it, is scholarship student Onan thought magical school would be easy. Sure, his is a little flaky, and one of his classmates tends to sneeze herself into the wall, but that's par for the course. Onan's even made a connection with cute and oddly warm newcomer Kasai. Then the alien Nautists start possessing humans and targeting the magically gifted. Now it'll take all of Onan's wits and his magical classmates' help to stop the invasion and discover the true endgame of the Nautists. Thankfully, they have a fiery half-dragon ally, one who seems curiously connected to quiet Kasai. So that's kind of the brief spiel. Cool. I'm intrigued. Basically, the uh, the uh, even shorter behind-the-scenes version for that is, I like anime-inspired storylines where you throw like 15 different genres together and see what happens, <laughs> and space <laughs> opera and superheroes. <sighs>
2: yeah. Amy, you want to take the next question?
0: Well, of course,
3: Liberty. <laughs> okay, so where did you get the idea for this book?
1: Uh, a couple different inspirations. Number one, I was watching too much anime and decided I wanted to throw a bunch of genres together. <laughs> and a couple of different uh, there was a couple of different ideas that all come together. One of the core genesis of this is I had a uh, yeah, dream slash daydream one day about this guy who woke up on a couch with a girl and. They only kind of sorta knew each other, and uh, they had no idea where they had gotten to that point. And the, uh, that and uh, that scene uh, kind of was the inspiration. And then what I like to do when I have little moments like that is go back and kind of daydream and ponder and what if from there. Hmm. And that scene is actually coming up in chapter nine that actually released today. So there's a whole more that happened before then. And then one of the other inspirations is, minor spoiler here, um, I, I don't think we're too spoilerish on that since Chapter 9 just released. You can read it all online at darindemott.com if you've missed it. But uh, the main character of the book, Kasai, has multiple personality disorder, and that was kind of inspired from an episode of Psych. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And then of course we got a, what if that, and all right, what if it's not just multiple personality disorder? What if she's actually.
0: Oh boy.
3: We have lost hair.
0: Stand, stand by. We are experiencing technical difficulties. Wow, that was fun. Am I back?
1: (laughs) That that was interesting. (laughs) How much of that did we miss? And not, uh, you you not were
2: really. explaining that there was something more going on besides multiple personality disorder.
1: Ah, yeah. Because um, I is also a half alien, so when she switches personality, she also changes shape a little bit too. So, so there's a little bit of shape shifting going on. Like I said, I like to throw a bunch of stuff together. It adds cool. a more interesting yeah. dimension to it too, in my opinion. So fascinating. Cool.
0: So,
2: what's it like writing a serial?
1: um very interesting Uh, a couple of friends of mine have done that i don't know if anybody knows we had cindy kepp on the program before a long time ago she was writing a serial and i followed that when she was going along so that's kind of why the where the idea of uh writing this as a serial came from and the other part of that was i have kind of gotten into a writing slump i got a new day job recently so i'm super busy and also have four kids running around and so i i I got to a point where he wasn't doing hardly any writing at all so i thought you know i need to do something interesting here why not release this as a serial as kind of an inspiration to kind of kick myself in the butt and as a result of that i so far haven't missed a release week yet and it's been crazy hectic, it's also been a lot of fun, because I'm actually making progress with this, and I don't know, pretty pretty much any authors listening or anybody who's been wondering behind the scenes process, most authors have a whole bunch of work in progresses that, all right, I've got like five books in the back burner, and you know, <laughs> yeah. meanwhile, all the readers are, and there's a reader myself, it's like, when's the next story coming out, is it coming out yet? <laughs> It takes a while. So the other thought behind that was, alright, if I release this as a web serial, I can get kind of something out there so I can let everybody know, hey, I really am working on some stuff. I'm not just kind of sitting here twiddling on yeah. my thumbs going, I'm going to torture them more by waiting to release it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a lot of fun with uh, obviously I release once a week, so that's kind of a tight schedule and so book. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I had uh, the first fifty word, fifty thousand words of this written before I started. So it did give me a bit of a buffer, but uh, I want to do at least a little bit of at least any yeah. bit of editing before I get this out. And oh. so it's kind of a hectic journey, so. making sure that I get this edited and. Uh, <laughs> Poking people of the kind of people who have volunteered to beta read. Um, I, I really do need this. Like, no, please, please. <laughs> Hello, anyone? Bueller Euler? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> it's been hectic too. And also <laughs> another uh,
1: shout out to Cindy Cap here, who has faithfully beta read every week. Yep. And I'm also Uh, working on getting the uh, finishing the story too, and getting that done while I'm editing is uh, interesting.
0: Yeah. So, what what is your writing process like for this, um,
1: and for other stories you've written? Well, that's kind of an interesting question because normally I'm a total pantser. And with this novel, I've decided to do something a little bit different, Uh, this has been pretty much an experiment in every way. Uh, This is the first novel I've started writing in Scrivener, so that was interesting, trying to learn how that works. It's also the first novel I've even sort of basically outlined. I wrote an outline before I started this one, with at least chapter headers and a vague idea of how that's going. Uh, There's a couple chapter headers out of that outline that I've just plain thrown away. There's a couple of them that I've combined into one, and and several of them I've added, including a new character that comes in, in and the new character is introduced in Chapter 15. I uh, got the idea for her and decided, Mm. all right, I've got to throw her in. And that has been interesting, kind of adding that in last minute, too. Mm. Yeah.
0: Mhm. <laughs>
3: <Amy? laughs> so, I, okay. Now, I'm curious. I, I am. I think a lot older than a couple of you, <laughs> and uh, all my kids are grown. So I have, and this is my only job. So I have plenty of time to write. So I'm intrigued. You, you have four kids, and they're all under ten. How yeah. do you find time to? right and when you get down in your office to write how do you how do you keep the peace for a while so you can actually get something done that,
1: that is actually the biggest challenge right now and why that's why I wasn't writing at all for a short time is cuz there is no time uh, also my job <laughs> I work four or 10s so, so that gives me just a couple hour and I also live like a 45 minute drive from work so that gives me no time in the day and then on my weekend, it's getting caught up on all of the household chores that I should have been doing throughout the rest of the week. So usually what I do is I get home from work at about 1 to one thirty, and write till about 2 a.m. or author till 2 a.m. and then go to bed. So it's cramming time in for then. And it works out kind of nice that way because the kids are mostly asleep okay. by then. Mostly, they, they should be asleep by then. end. They're supposed to be. They're supposed to yes. be. We all know how that goes. And fortunately, I'm a night owl, so that works out pretty well for me. Yeah. Every once in a while, I get time on the weekends to kind of cram some stuff in, too. There, there have been a couple of times recently where it's been, uh-oh, this is Friday. This comes out tomorrow. I better start <laughs> editing this. So, if you see a badly edited chapter, that's why. <laughs> and also, that, that is the, the long term plan. I don't know if this is going to be answered, asked, or whatnot later, but the long term plan for this is after it gets released as a web serial, um, I'm going to take a bit of a hiatus and then re edit it and either release it as. Self-published or through a small press, and get it in book form in book form at that point.
2: Nice, cool,
1: cool.
2: So, uh, why did you move into a different setting when you've written space opera, and we all know that you love space opera very much?
1: Well, this book is space <laughs> opera is the short ah! version. Ah. <laughs> it's 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 all aliens there's the aliens that are called humans but there are okay. several different alien cultures that come in uh one of the alien cultures is hinted at really at the beginning and you get more into that later and in season two we're going to get a little bit more into that and figure out like the main bad guys in this are also aliens and we're going to move off the, the main planet in season two, and kind of go into some more huh. traditional space opera territory.
2: Oh, cool, because right. I mean, I've read a little bit of it, but it all felt like it was Earth based. So
1: <laughs> it kind of it kind of starts out like it kind of starts out. Yeah, it's it's an it's an alien culture. Uh, it's an alien culture, but it feels kind of close to home. It's feels kind of near future-ish, but there are aliens, there's hover technology that's kind of mentioned right off the bat, there's hover cars and stuff to start with, yeah. and then it kind of progresses further and further from there as our characters figure out, oh, well, I, we know there's alien species, but there, there's actually more than we thought there is, and they kind of get tossed into the this big galactic conflict and whatever. And actually that ties into I've got another I've got Edit, please. Oh wait, it's live. <laughs> I trip over my own words a lot. So mm-hmm. again, thank you to Liberty for normally editing this kind of stuff. <laughs> Just yes. wait till we get to mine. And I apologize to everybody who's getting this fascinating behind the scenes look of me going. Josh is laughing because that happens more than you know. (laughs) Yes. But that's okay. Oh, yeah, I've got a couple other ideas for uh, stories that are set in the same universe, but on different planets. And in in the multiple books, we're going to have this planet over here and then this planet over here. And then in the second series of the book, they come together and all the characters will eventually come together in a big giant war against the dragons and not us.
3: Sweet. Spoiler. Uh
0: Fantastic.
1: Crossover, <laughs> So yeah, that'll be a lot of fun.
0: So um, that sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this grand experiment that you're doing, what's been the best part?
1: Oh, I don't know. Um, a lot of fun parts for me. For me, everybody says write what you know and write what you love. And this is the kind of stuff I like. I mm-hmm. uh, get space opera different alien creatures massive scale stuff um, the dragons were kind of a late late addition to this I have another story that I'm that they've got the first draft on that's set on another planet in the same universe and about eighty percent of the way through that story I thought you know I should have dragons because everybody likes dragons <laughs> And then I thought dragons are a bit overdone. What's a different way to make dragons? And so, <laughs> so I like space opera. I like, hey, what if the dragons were more of a silicon-based life form, like you know the Horda from Star Trek or something? So they'd be more of a rock-based, and they'd be powered by internal fusion fire. And then like, oh wait a minute, what what if they were? What if their DNA was based just off into, instead of different pigments for skin tones, their DNA was based on of different uh, rock or crystal formations. So, you have ooh, different strength of ooh, dragons. You have like ruby bay dragons, topaz dragons, sapphire dragons, etc., etc. Excellent. And uh, there's a bit of a spoiler that I'm not going to go into now, but th- there is a special metal in my universe that can do, store and re energy. And this, this is used for weapons to, uh, that are magical, almost, because, you know, Arthur C. Clarke's quote, of course, any technology sufficiently advanced is indistinguishable from magic. Mm-hmm. So uh, then I thought, wait, wait a minute. What if these dragons, what if there were at least a couple of super rare dragons that were based off of that metal? Hmm. So in the book that's a work in progress, the dragons show up in the... Uh, prologue, in the uh, epilogue. And they're going to factor in bigger, they're going to play a big role in Big View. right go again. They're going to play a bigger <laughs> part in book two of that, and they're kind of involved in the beginning of this book because Kasai is half-dragon, which is a little bit of a spoiler, okay. but everybody's mm. right up episode I just probably figured that out by now. <laughs> Wait, what, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Because it hasn't was- been explicitly stated yet, but it, it's pretty well and everybody's mm. pretty much figured it out. Yeah. So that's the best part writing all this crazy stuff. What's the worst part? Oh yeah. <laughs> the worst part is pretty much the uh, timetable try and find time to write it all. And um I would like to uh be able to afford to hire more professional editing before getting it out to people, but that is Counterintuitive to this particular experiment for two reasons. Number one, I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> and number two, the the whole idea of releasing it as a web serial is to get it out every week to kind of a kick myself in the butt and b let people know what I'm up to and I'm know hey I really am working on stuff. Here's kind of a preview of some mm. of the stuff that I'm working on mm-hmm. and to put all that through the Full professional editing would t- totally throw that timetable out of whack, too.
3: hmm
1: Yeah. So Especially that's kind if you're
2: of writing idea. it the night before it's released. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sometimes. I, I do have, at the moment, I've got a uh, eight chapter buffer. so I have in the Oh, next that's eight nice. Oh, written already. Not edited, but written. Cool. That's so good. in all my free time, I decided do was work and going through, back through those and cleaning those up.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're you're so hundreds good. of hours of free time yeah. a week.
1: Yeah, so that's kind of the yeah. most part about a web serial is that I can get it all written and get it out. And then, like I said, there's going to be hiatus between season one and season two where we get it more professionally edited and in one big book form so you can get it that way too Sweet. before season two comes out. Awesome. awesome.
2: So you said you have an eight chapter buffer. How mm-hmm. much more is going to be in the season? And do you know where you're going with the story?
1: I know where I'm going. I know exactly where I'm going with the story. Um, okay. Minor spoiler, but not too big. This season is going to end with them just jumping through a portal, <laughs> <laughs> and they're not entirely sure where the said portal goes.
2: Sweet.
0: <laughs> I know yeah. some of our listeners uh, know exactly what that's like.
3: <laughs> you know, jumping through a portal that they didn't know where it went didn't go well for the cast of,
1: of Angel. They ended up you know, it, completely, yeah. it's, it's not yeah. going to go very well. I mean, I know where they're going, but they don't <laughs> know where they're going. <laughs> so, yeah, right now I've got an ape chapter buffer, and I have ideas for at least two or three other chapters. And I could do, I could stretch this out a lot longer, but I want to get it to that point. I'm hoping this is going to end up around 80,000 words for all of season one roughly because right now, like I said, I've got that eight chapter buffer and I've got ideas for the next couple of chapters and I'm not entirely sure how long each of those is going to be at this point.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And then I've yeah. got at least a, vague, a nebulous idea of what's going to happen for season two. Awesome. And I've got part of that written already actually. Which is another question for my beta readers that I need to ask, in a couple of different questions is where I'm gonna, what I'm gonna do with that little hunk of rain. Aaron, Aaron, what are you doing? You're, you're joining the light side. You're becoming <laughs> a plotter. Don't I know <laughs> do it? Don't do it. Stay on the dark side. It actually is working out pretty well as far as the quick release schedule because I.
3: We have. Pictures yeah, i the dark side. I'm not having
1: writer's block with this particular series, so that's fun. That is good.
0: Yeah. Uh, so Amy, uh, Amy was talking with the the two of us, Aaron, and Uh-oh. she was curious. Mm-hmm. Why, okay. do uh, why do you hang out with us? Why do you hang out with us? I don't crazy. know. <laughs> I know you
3: do. I mean, how do you put up with them? I mean, you know.
1: <laughs> uh, that was my question, is how do they put up with me? <laughs> <laughs> it's Liberty's fault. I take yeah, responsibility. responsibility. filmmaker, she asked, do you want to do a podcast? And I, oh. foolishly not knowing what was to come, said, sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> what could possibly
0: go wrong? <laughs> to be fair, she asked me to be on the podcast during a really stressful time at the job that I was at. I, I was less in my right mind than normal.
3: <laughs> so both of you are pleading, let's see, there was ignorance and then insanity. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. And I we're dissonance. slowly spiraling down that hole right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, we love you, everybody.
3: <laughs> I know. <laughs> Liberty had no idea she was getting roasted
2: today.
0: <laughs> so
2: oh, the first thing happened when they interviewed me a few,
3: about a year ago.
0: <laughs> oh, that was fun. Oh, that was so wonderful. Yeah. Wait, Anyways.
3: maybe I should be nicer because I'm up next. <laughs> I love you, Liberty. You're
0: my favorite person in the
3: entire world. <laughs>
1: You butter up so she'll epi- edit your episode. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. Mm. Hi. Okay. Let's see. Um, I
3: think it's my turn. <laughs> I, th- I think it is too. Yeah, okay, it's your turn. Who hmm. is your non-Star Trek captain?
1: Non-Star Trek captain. Oh, that's a tough one. There's so many ones to choose from outside of that.
3: Don't pick mine, don't pick mine,
0: don't pick mine. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't do the cop out and pick a Star Wars captain either. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, let's see. Um, does this specifically have to be a captain or just a leader of some sort? You or do can they be have to have the rank of captain.
3: You
1: can be leader. Right, in that case, I'm uh, a Colonel O'Neill from Stargate. Oops. Oh, Ooh. Oh, that's a good there one. You know. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's a good one. Because uh, other than Captain Picard, he was the person that I would want to follow across space.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty I, awesome.
0: I, uh, I have to give a shout out to uh, previous guests uh, and her husband, uh, Cassie Carroll and Ryan Carroll, or KM Carroll. Um, mm mm-hmm. We were talking about Stargate last night, and it's like, yep, O'Neill.
1: O'Neill is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spelled two L's. Another guy has no sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: were specifically talking about the episode Window of Opportunity, which is the best time travel or time loop episode of By a sci-fi far. series ever.
1: That was amazing. <laughs> that is the best time episode of anything ever.
0: Yes. Have you seen this, Amy? Oh, Amy disappeared for a minute. Uh
2: oh. That's right. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if Amy's seen uh, Stargate or not. So what? we'll have to ask her when she. Maybe we'll blindside her with uh, in the next episode because <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know what we're doing. Yes.
1: <laughs> so you are not the only one who experiences some <laughs> discomfort. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Teal, how far do you
0: think that shot was?
1: Several billion <laughs> miles. Several billion miles, O'Neal. Oh,
3: so I come back Gotta and we're talking right. about Teal. We're still on Stargate, right?
1: <laughs> yep. <Yes. laughs> we got off on a tangent. We. W- we could talk Colonel, about window of opportunity for the next hour, probably, or more. Uh, Colonel, what the heck are you doing? In the middle of my
0: backswing? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and of course, the, the we wacko can talk cool. about, Yes.
2: I need to go so see that show again. I love that. <laughs>
0: hmm. so so thank, thank you to the creators uh, of Stargate. Thank you to the creators of Stargate for much enjoyment years later. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. So. Okay, Aaron. Yes. So what's been the hardest part of writing or marketing a serial? <gasps>
1: Marketing. <laughs> Everybody's favorite question. <laughs> We've talked to what? Two people that have liked marketing? <sighs> well, Aaron, Ben I'm didn't starting- like
3: marketing. <laughs>
1: My experience, my experience with marketing has been similar to my experience with any of those um, stay-at-home business models. Like, for example, one of the things you might not know about me is, for a while, I I sold Pampered Chef cookware and stuff. Why, you ask? Because I wanted a bunch of free cookware, and. They have this deal where you sign up to be a Premier Chef consultant and you get this much cookware for this much price. And then I already lined up four different people to have shows for me. So I got a bunch of free cookware, basically. Why not? Yep. Works for me. And, I still have and, my Cutco stuff. <laughs> and the, the idea behind this is you go, to, you have these four people that you know, and you go to a show at those people's houses and they invite people that you don't know. And you go do a show at those people's houses, and they invite more people you don't know, and expands exponentially. That's the right. idea.
2: Right.
1: My experience with that has been, I go to the people's house that I do know, I know. Uh, I meet the people that I don't know there, and they, every last single one of them says, Oh, I love coming to these shows, but I don't want to host one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This has been my exact same experience with marketing. I, You know, you have all these books or websites or professionals that tell you, oh, you do this one marketing thing, Mm. you'll get 10,000 followers. You'll at least (laughs) double your followers if you do this one specific thing. I study this thing. I make sure I do it right. I do the thing exactly as I was told to. Mm -hmm. On a good day, I'll gain one follower. (laughs) And and I'm like, and and then on a bad day, I'm like, all right, I really like this story. I love it. This is the kind of thing I love to read. Mm-hmm. Does anybody else like this thing? I don't know anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and part of that is there's so much market glut and marketing stuff coming at you that it's like, oh, I, I see this web banner for a thing or whatever, and oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I might like that, but it's, you have so much stuff that's like... <sighs> And I think that's part of why yeah. some of that doesn't work as advertised. I don't know. Maybe I do suck. I don't know. <laughs> we won't spiral into that pit of depression. Today, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. I, I, well, if yeah, it's mark- any
3: consolation, I have a marketing degree and I love marketing and still this whole thing makes me want to pull my hair out and throw things at the wall most days. So yeah. I,
1: okay. I, it's not okay. just me. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that I oddly makes me feel better. <laughs> I'm sorry. I want
2: to take a second, real quick, before we ask our last question that we've got slated. That dun, dun. Uh, we've got a couple people watching. So if you guys have any questions, um, there's a spot on the YouTube channel where you can ask them. So did if you find that
1: spot, do you really I
2: know how I, to view it? I have found it. It's on uh, the YouTube main channel. It's not on. It's hidden from us. Um,
0: Okay, so somebody of
2: us. I I have it up. So Okay,
1: cuz I have <laughs> Anyway, I am clearly prefer prepared for this live broadcast, aren't I?
2: Yeah, um, so uh, yes. get them in real quick if you want to ask a question. Otherwise, we're going to ask our final question and take a short break and then move on to Amy's interview. So,
1: Does anybody have a handwritten intermission signed? Well, we'll
2: actually end <laughs> this broadcast and then we'll create a new one. So. Ah,
1: okay, that makes more sense.
2: Yes, it makes more sense. This is why Liberty
1: is in charge. <laughs> yes.
2: yes, yes, so... So, um, Josh, I think this. Is I think it's my Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, Aaron, where can readers find it uh, Etherno? <laughs> Lots of
1: places, and you know what? It's free. You can go. Whoa! The the easiest way is to go to AaronDemott.com. That's A A R O N D E M O T T.com. There's no N in Demott. A lot of people have, like to put it in for some reason. I don't know why. Um, if you're following the lasers dragons and keyboards podcast you can see a link from there too or if mm-hmm. you already have the LDK page bookmarked you can go to the LDK page and click the uh, about us link and do it right from there it's also available on uh, wattpad if you have a wattpad account and a couple other places uh, the easiest way to do that is to go to my website and sign up for the newsletter and I will send you a re- reminder straight to your inbox to to Whenever your episode comes out, Sweet. spam. I promise, because awesome. I hate spam more than you do. Working in web posting, trust me, I really <laughs> hate it more than you
2: do. <laughs> <sighs> so I am just popping those into the chat window. I think those will take stay take, available. Take, take, take. So, okay, well, awesome. <laughs> <Nice>. I think. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh,
2: oh
0: gosh! Your he heart. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this has been another episode of Lasers, Dragons, and Keyboards. Have a question or comment? Email us at lasersdragonskeyboards at gmail dot com or send us a tweet at LDK Podcast. Our music is "Flight of the Beast" Loop One by Jonathan Gear. Lasers, Dragons, and Keyboards is copyrighted under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No-Derivatives License. This means if you're not-for-profit and you want to quote us, please be sure that you cite us. If you are for-profit, please get our permission first. You can find us at lasersdragonsandkeyboards.wordpress.com for detailed show notes, as well as on facebook.com. Thanks for listening, and we hope to see you next time.
0: Peace and long life.